Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Record our emo thanks <laughs> just a minute ago, but basically, fuck, it feels good to be here. 100 yeah. episodes since we launched this podcast channel. I'm not going to say against all odds, like some kind of like far left. <laughs> We're or not Kathy Freeman, okay? Let's just chill. <laughs> but also, but also, it feels really good to be here. 100 episodes in. Our rules, nobody telling us what we can or can't do, something that we have created for us and for you guys and we just could not be happier right now. It's also so fabulous that we've started to earn some money. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, Which is a first for the – it's our sixth birthday in a couple of weeks um, and – as of, you know, this year, you guys have been a big supporter, whether you're listening here or listening at home, uh, in so many more ways than just the the Patreon account, as well as the fact that it's b- turned into its own business. So we are so, so thrilled. But let's talk Bachelor, yes. everybody. Okay. I'm just going to put something out there and give me a woo if you agree. Was that not the best, most intense Bachelor episode we've seen this season? Yes. There was a lot that happened. There was a lot. A, a lot went down. I didn't realise we distracted? had... Because we have woo guys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, can we get some name situations? Abby, wh- who, what are the woo guys' names? Ricky. Like, yep, yeah, Ricky, yep. Yeah. Dean. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, Dean and Stu. Give it up for Ricky, <laughs> Dean and Stu. It's a lot of... A, it's a, there's a lot of applauses. That was underwhelming. <laughs> The poor Thanks. guy, Ricky's Th- trying no. to do the best he can with a broken mic and two friends that are silent bobs. <laughs> so I just think you've done very well. No, I'm just saying in that moment, boys. It's very so. Yeah, okay. We'll get back to you. Obsessed that you're here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I love a man that woos. Same. That's basically where it was Same. coming from. Okay, so a lot, a lot has happened. Okay, and a I've lot got, was I've got a, notes. A lot was the hangover from last night's episode, which was, I think... A, if you watched last night's episode and you could even tell even if you caught glimpses of it or didn't see it and saw stuff online, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of talk about the bitchy behaviour, the bullying, the nastiness that was coming from a bit of a rat pack. Yeah, and I think the result was that Channel 10 saw it as an opportunity <laughs> to come straight through and say we're going to fuck that right off, which I think 
was a powerful statement. I, I'd like to think that it was the honey badger guy. Um, Nick Cummins is his name, isn't it? Okay, we're four weeks in and she only just now knows his name. She's been calling him Honey Nudge yes. up to this point. But it was interesting that they took the opportunity because I think hands up if you were a victim of bullying or give us a shout out if you're a victim of bullying at school. Yeah. There's a lot of hands. And hands up if you feel like now people are approaching or looking at it differently to how you felt at that time. No, not so much. Yeah, people are like half-half. I think there's even been a change in the last couple of years in terms of bullying. Like, honestly, I think if what happened happened, like on last night's and tonight's episode, that happened on a season four years ago, I don't think anybody would have really batted an eyelid. It was getting to a point, though, tonight where I felt like, and we will get through all the funny things of how they play with balls and look like fuckwits, but before we get to that, um, I just think... It's important to say that I was I was coming here tonight thinking we needed to talk about this bullying because I we are a part of the storyline and we talk about the show and the show is contributing to this bullying storyline. Essentially, there's women that are being actual assholes to other chicks. We're witnessing it and we're getting entertainment out of it. It was starting to get really uncomfortable but for are, me. But here's my question. Are we getting entertainment out of it? A little bit? Like, I, lo- I appreciate the honesty. Because I think a few years ago, watching... I think people are a lot more switched on and plugged in than, than we've ever been. Like, there's a bit... You know, like, I don't know that anybody... Or I, don't, I wasn't watching this season loving to hate on Romy or loving to hate on Kat as much as I have in the past. Yeah, and I think things have changed and I think that's a testament to the fact that two of the biggest bullies left the episode tonight. But I was, all, I was at a point where if they didn't start to change... I was going to start to feel incredibly uncomfortable. I get it. They want to do a television show. They want to lock you in. There's a couple of episodes where you get these crazy... You get all the different characters. I understand that. But there were girls in tears because other girls were making them feel like shit. I don't choose to watch that on a Thursday night. Yeah. That's bullshit. There is a question as to what you are contributing by also consuming it, right? 100%. It does make you feel a bit, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. I think this... I think... So thank God, because what are we going to do next week? (laughs) If they didn't leave, I'd be like, shit, we're contracted to this venue thing. We've got to talk about The Bachelor and now we're stuck. Well, this episode and last episode, does anyone watch Unreal? How much was that Unreal? And she was basically Rachel when she was like, babe, 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 (laughs) babe, are you okay? Babe, babe, it's unsafe. We're in man, like, where are they? Mossman. We're in Mossman. You might step on a diamond. It's unsafe. (laughs) I'm like, what's unsafe about it? They're in Mossman. <laughs> like, there's no she harm. She tripped over done. a weird mic oh, that no. she could only take off herself. Oh. That was so. so you, you are. You have to take it off. It's not a gun. No, but I think there must be. Like, there must be. I was gonna say laws, rules around producers probably not being able to take off because they want to get as much footage and as much audio as they possibly can. Yeah, their rules. It's not the law. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the bachelor law. Like, <laughs> so in the big picture of things, it equals to shit. Okay, so let's talk about the ball pit in the swimming pool. I was just shot back to year nine swimming sports and horror. I couldn't swim for shit. I just much prefer to be in drama. Don't give me athletics. And then chuck me in Melbourne in the middle of fucking winter, an outdoor pool and say... Backstroke. No thanks. And that is what that scene situation reminded me of. Horror. 
I would always lie and say I had my period. A lot of girls did yeah. that. Yeah. Which I don't think helped the cause for women long no, term. No, I don't I think it say. did. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> for that. I would especially say it I would especially say it to the male teachers because they'd get super uncomfortable. The minute you say period, you're like, um so Well, our, we had this tyrant who was like, Where's your note? And I'm like, I'm sorry, man, I didn't tell my mum I was bleeding at nine AM, <laughs> you fucking prick. I'm not getting in. <laughs> I can so imagine you doing that in year nine. Can you picture Stacey doing that still back in the day? Seriously, I wouldn't call though. it bleeding. I wasn't cool enough nah, then. No. But can I just say, the, my thoughts on, I mean, my thoughts on the ball pit thing was, I mean, the bathers were stunning. They're all beautiful. Were Look at their they? figures. No, no, no. I rock, I love those bathers. You've got bathers like that. Yes, but I don't wear them matching with 17 well, other women. Like, I prefer my own style. I was thinking, I'm like, is this a bit full on? Like, the... Like there's an underwater camera and their butts are out. It was a bit intense. Like I was just like, I'm all for a booty. Like I'm loving, kind of liking looking at. But also, are you for a flap? I mean, that's the big question. <laughs> I, um, if I looked, if I looked down and saw my own flap out on the beach, I'd be fucking mortified. Namely because I saw my mum's once. She came up out of, uh, no jokes, Bateman's Bay circa probably, I don't know, 1990-something. She comes out with a boogie board thinking she is so a modern mum. My brother and I are standing on the sand, one flap out, one tit out, and we are just watching her walk like miles and miles, waving at us with all this happening. And I've still got that memory and now you all do. I would so prefer a boob out than a flap out. Especially since I've had laser and stopped because I have commitment issues. And she definitely wasn't waxing either. No. I bet your mum wasn't. God. Why? What about my mum says full bush to you? I know. I just reckon she's... Pammy's rocking a full bush. Yeah. I can look at people. It's like, I don't know, a bit of a radar. Like, I can look and be like, landing strip. How weird was it? Lasered. Full bush. Growing back. Horrific. You know, like me, I'm like... Uh, just horrific ingrown hairs. <laughs> I went ingrown <laughs> straight up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Emily was slaying the pool, though. Like, she wanted that ball back. Who's Emily? Oh, doll. She's the, were you having a chat up the back? 
Yeah. She's the one that won. She won the pool bingo and then had quite a nice connection. Did anyone else see their connection, Emily and him? It's when he goes a bit pink in the cheeks. I actually don't think he's that great in moments where he doesn't feel in control. When he waltzes in and he's like, ladies, I thought, you know, he's very good like that. But when he's actually on the fly, I actually don't think he's got that much confidence. Or I think that about may him. be every Australian sportsman ever. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, or not even hits to the head, just hits to the ego. You know, like, I am entitled to get your attention, Mm. the end, even though I finished playing whatever sport I played three years ago. What did he play? It was rugby. Oh, rugby. Even I know that. God. (laughs) Saw a few yawns back there. I mean, sure, if you're into sport, great, but wrong show. Um, I want to talk about Brooke. Oh, Brooke. Okay. Upset. Can we just sh- shut down the show? Channel 10 should save their, their dosh because it's a done deal. Okay, give us a bit of a, a shout out, some noise if you think Brooke has it in the bag. <laughs> okay, for me, there's been so many elements, but when he like randomly gave her the awkward fore- forehead kiss, did anyone see that? As they were walking out, it was like he couldn't wait to kiss her. Like, he had to, like, it wasn't, it was awkward, but it was, like, just get in my grill, you know? And I was into it big time. Mm. I also like the way that he couldn't articulate the way that she made him feel. Yeah. After the date. Yeah. I remember that. When you met Ben, guys, there he is. Do you want to come over and hold hands as I tell you this? No. Go and do it. He's willing. Come on. No. Can you please? Nah. It have made my life. <laughs> stand, he can stand here and hold my hand like a fucking peewee. Like, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> no, I remember. Okay, so. <laughs> I've got it. But okay. Okay, so <laughs> obviously with the show, we've been doing this for six years. We did the radio show for a couple of years. So you're, you're talking about a lot of the parts of your life. And Stace being single for majority of that. A lot of what um, we spoke about on the show and a lot of what you shared from your life were dating stories. You're the single girl, this guy, I'm figuring out what I like, values, you know, lowdowns on dates. And Do I you think there was more tears of wanting to meet someone than there was dates? <laughs> I feel like half – I mean, hands up if you listen to the original episodes. Do you think there was more dating stories or do you think there was more me just crying about not meeting someone? <laughs> Which one? I oh, date. Thank you. Great. Yeah, the latter. Yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> Because I was like, fuck. Anyway. So I remember every other time there was this entire story or you'd sit in, you know, like, what are we going to do on the show? And you'd say, I've got something. There was always this thing to talk about, this take, this learning, Mm. this lesson, this, uh, you know, what, you know, there was something to divulge and really, you know, standard classic white Oprah (laughs) really go dive right into. Well, just got to keep things interesting. And I remember after this date with this guy that uh, we had no idea that he was Ben. I well, I did. I knew he's. Well, I d- well. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was called Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being like, as you do, and I think I was very unhappy in a long-term relationship and vicariously living through your freedom. I was also oh, like sometimes offensively yeah, so. P.S. She'd be like, "Tell me about that other fucking one." <laughs> like it was just a real tatslotto ticket with this one. Like it was like, <laughs> "Give me a number. Tell me about that." Like it was, and I said to her one time on air. Stop trivialising my life. <laughs> I remember getting your bumble and being like, eh, what's this? Like thinking it was fun. Now people do it to me and I'm like, oh, now I get it. 
But it was funny because I think Wait, I Wait, sorry, can I finish your love story? Yeah, I was going to join in. Oh, okay, go. But I think um, at that point, so many of the dates, there was just so many. It really gets to that point where not only for the radio show, you come in and tell stories for a living, but then as friends, you're just hitting the mark with so many different maybes, first dates. Because first dates, as we all know, are that moment where you, there's all this potential. And over after five, six years, there became so there were so many potential moments. And because I shared them on the show, there were so many moments where they didn't turn into anything. So then another time there's this date. And so you're expecting, I would imagine, yeah. fairly standard, the same shit, right? Well, I was expecting a story. I was expecting something, like excited. Like, so, okay, tell me. Yeah. What's the deal? What's the go? What, how did it go? How? Okay, yeah. And you were like... Yeah. Yeah, it was um yeah, I didn't I don't know, yeah. And I was like more. Tell me more. I want more. Like yeah, what? Like what was he like? Blah, blah. And you were just so it was like probably the first time I've ever seen you speechless. But I cannot believe that I actually looked at the honey badger Nick guy and thought I get that. Because when he spoke about Brooke, he didn't have any words. And I said to Christy, oh, my God, it's her. Because I remember when I met Ben, I, uh, there weren't any words. And for someone that speaks for a living and has just come out of the womb fucking not shutting up, it is quite a interesting thing to find yourself high <laughs> or knowing that there's something so much bigger that's happening that you kind of don't want to talk about because it's, so, it's not about talking about it. It's about feeling it. Mm. And... Oh, mate, was feeling Were it. Were you guys all getting the sense of that too? With Brooke. Because every other time he's able to, to describe it and make a bit of fun of it. and but He with went, he, he went yeah, silent. Anyway, he gets this look because he's already got like quite intense eyes. They go full bead, like full beady. <laughs> like his pupils go like. Do you think he's that's got accentuated by his pube hair? I think so, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you guys imagine if he straightened it, how long it'd be? It'd be a full-on lob. But also like pubes, it would be stringy. <laughs> yeah, like my pubes after half of laser treatment. Mine aren't even curly. Like I don't get it. Why is <laughs> straight? <laughs> anyway. Um, I, and I saw <laughs> such a mystery. <laughs> pubes are fucked. But I honestly, we are being so indulgent tonight. With I know we are. We, we don't care. Um, back, to ba back to Batchy though. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so I really dig Tanil. Are the people liking her? Well, the now she's just the bully buster. Well, no, she was the bully buster, but she wasn't ratting on them. She wasn't like being nasty back to them. She was trying to disengage herself from that situation and Romy kept coming up. If I don't know if anyone agrees with me, but I actually think Romy was a lot worse than Kat. I really, truly am annoyed that she had the opportunity to, to leave. But maybe, but maybe sometimes... Look, I was going to look for some Middle Eastern reference, but I'm not going to go there because I don't think I'm going to get the names right. But it's like you go, for, you go and get the sniper on the second person. Does that make sense? Like, if you want to take it, oh, I saw you laugh. Wait, what's the Middle like, Eastern like, reference? I'm like, like so but what? does anyone know what I mean? It was, no. Please give the microphone to the person that knows what I mean. But do you get what I mean? So it's like there's two, there's like a big pack 
And then you go, you take off the second because the first one will go or something. She didn't have the guts to do it by herself. That's what, why she left. She didn't have the guts to, to stay in, to, to stay in, and and be that bully. So strike without somebody to voice it for her. So strike out one, you get the yeah. more kind of vibe. Yeah. That's a bloody yeah. good point. Yeah, I didn't She'd write that down in my phone. Every time somebody called her out on her shit, she'd explain how she was feeling bad and how she was the victim in that situation to try and make the person who was actually victimised feel worse. And hands up if you've been manipulated by an absolute mofo that says back to you that you're aggressive when you were calm and then you do your head in going like, is it me? Is it me? And you're like, no, fuck you. Fuck her. That's, guys, what we call gaslighting. We did a whole entire episode on it. Back in the day, we're going to put the link to that in show notes. I was talking about it to a couple of posse members about this tonight, this very thing. It's not just men to to females. It, it, we, saw, we saw that exactly. You're so right. Because she was not being aggressive back. And how full on is it when somebody says you're being aggressive in your face when you know you're not? Yeah. It's or a says you're overreacting yeah. and you know you're not. It's a real head fuck. It really is. And I think a lot of you guys would relate to this. I, and I've spoken about on the show a lot where passionate women, outspoken women, opinionated women, women that are willing to stand up for themselves and not necessarily in a tonal, like not in a high-pitched tone way, just actually expressing themselves will often get that back. Which is why Like I you're think, carrying on. But which is why I think it's even more annoying being somebody like that, and, and you are too, that Kat hides under that. She was hiding under that a bit. Yeah, that's a You know, good when she point. said, I, because I that's rate, a good I really point. rate people that have an opinion. I really rate people that believe and stand for something. And I, f- I find it actually a bit personally offensive when people try and hide behind that. I just passionate and stand up for what I believe in and, and I call BS. No, you're actually just mean. Yeah. And now you're hiding behind somebody. That's passionate because that's a very attractive, uh, I think, not an easy thing to be, especially as a woman. And I applaud people that are, especially women that are. So I found that that annoying the way she used that. You could see. She said, I'm a good person. I haven't done anything wrong. I get this all the time. It's just that I'm this type of personality. Oh, go, go, go. Can we get a mic, thanks? Oh, no. Yes, yes. Go on, throw it in. What? I just said I should be promoting my business. Oh, the barley business. The fucking I'm from Indonesia crap. Oh. Uh, very important. Okay. But let's not turn on her, shall we? But I think you turn on. Well, we're not turning on Bali. There's plenty of problems going underlying politically for that reason. Um, but I think it is interesting that point of that we are at a stage where we are feeling more confident being being in that space. But then there are the extremists that are essentially f- hiding behind that. And and I think at the end of the day, though, what I have taken from tonight's episode was that mean spirit is very easy to detect today. It's no longer okay. It's mm. no longer a confusing ideal or idea. It's no longer hard to explain when you maybe... And this is for kids coming home at school. I think it's interesting, though, it, it hasn't changed, I think... The our way toleran- it happens, our tolerance yeah. for it mm. has. Because mm. I still remember going home and my mum totally understanding the mean girls, like her just saying, she's just a bit mean. And me thinking maybe it's me, maybe it's not, maybe I'm not cool, all those kinds of things myself. So it's been happening for a long time. But the wider community, I think the tolerance is like, 
it's not cool or funny nah, anymore. Nah, nah. That's a good one. Hashtag mean too. Mean too. But it sounds like you're joining the movement, which we do not encourage. Yeah. I think we'll let Me Too do its thing. There's a fairly big issue over there. I love the <laughs> enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, have you got any other points? Or? I do, I do. Before we wrap up, I want to talk about how Diamond in the Rough is not a compliment. Hang on, when, when was that bandied around? I didn't hear that. He said it to someone with the Who? girl with the rose. No, I was saying the girl that won the swimming thing, when... When she won, he said, maybe she's a diamond in the rough. Like, oh. he, wasn't ex- he wasn't sure what to expect from her. So he and said it that... it wasn't a compliment. That's right. It, he said that as if it was like, oh, well, maybe she's a diamond in the rough. Like, she would be happy with that description. Oh, no. Shocking. No. I think the sayings are over. Anyone with me? <laughs> I'm not really totally into them. Well, he's run, a, he's run out of them, I think. Yeah, now I've they're just offensive. I've run it. Yeah. <laughs> He's now only just, got the shit ones now left. Now he's just turning on people. Um, hands up if any of you travelled over 20 kilometres to get here tonight. Oh, Holy so many. Can I want to so many. Give him a round of applause. So many I want to talk to yes. a bit of our posse before we wrap up, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Have we travelled? Yes, from Hawkesbury, so Windsor-Richmond area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello. Can we go all the way around? And even if you say the first episode you heard or something that you kind of remember... I'm Rach. I'm OG and I Ooh. live in the gong now. I've got a really good gong crew here. We're all from Wollongong. Yeah, girls. Yes. Yep, all from Wollongong. I'm from Wollongong. Yeah. And you guys, we haven't met that long ago, but these girls put me on to you. And the episode, like, I feel like I'm going to cry now. The episode when you put up um, when single isn't fun anymore, me and Ash listened to that. And as soon as you started crying, when you're like, this isn't fun anymore, we were like, oh, my God, it's not fun. <laughs> You're making me do that now. We were cr- <laughs> honestly, we were crying with you. We were like, "Oh my god!" So we relate to you like you don't understand. So oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so we're from Wollongong. <laughs> Who else? We've got this table over here. There's three girls here that are having their catch up. Yeah, where have you guys come from? Uh, we're also from Wollongong. Oh, the from the, dip, the uh, gong come. I am through, so you know. my eye on the Coal Coast, and I feel like you're all calling me there. Yes. Come to the Cold Coast. It's very fancy. Yeah, we're all from Wollongong. I started listening to you girls on the radio, but then I listened to your whole back catalogue, so I'm caught up. You went back. (laughs) Wow. Well, I'm from – well, I live in Canberra now, but I lived in Melbourne as of seven days ago. From Wollongong originally, lived in Melbourne, and that's when I listened to you guys when I worked in real estate and I was on the road all the time. So I listened to your podcast, and then I moved to Canberra – Seven days ago, and um, now now I'm here, which is awesome. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Been everywhere, girl. <laughs> what sh- about the what about these chicks at the front here? There's someone at the back that I feel like is a real big OG. Chloe, <laughs> talk to us. Well, are we, are, 
I haven't really travelled 20 kilometres. Her car broke down, so I had to go back and come get her. So it, it did equal 20 kilometres, but I actually... I'm living on the Navy base in Potts Point. Chloe, I don't <laughs> care where you live. You are one of our OGs. And you yes. need... I mean, yes. you've been listening to us from before... I think the first episode the you heard was Carissa Pukit. The terrible audio. Like audio. Oh, wow. Yes. That was when we were recording yes. and we were filming and I remember we were filming on a bin. Yeah, we put the phone on an upside down <laughs> trash can. <laughs> Not much has changed. Nah, legit. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's gone back. It's a full. It's a full cycle, isn't it? So you've started from that. Oh and my god, she speaks like me, full circle. And guess who? And guess who we recorded? <laughs> I, I right hear you on Tuesday <laughs> again. Carissa Pukas. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yes. Again, um, like three years later. Stacey just told me, and I just completely wet my pants. So <laughs> like, <laughs> is there any particular episode that comes to mind for you? Um, I think I think I said this to you earlier. It's not so much one episode. I think it's more just I like that because we relate. I, I think all of us, most of the girls, all of us girls relate to you so much that um, I like that we don't have to agree with everything that you said. I said this to you earlier. Mm. We don't have to agree with everything that you say, but um, that it's okay that, that we don't, it's okay. It's yeah. okay that you don't, need to, you don't need to agree with everything and you can still be friends with somebody and you can still relate to someone even if you don't 100%. I think that's I think that's really important. I think that yeah, really that's makes a really it That's really such a cool sign boy. of good friendship, isn't it? Yeah, oh knowing God. who the other person is. Thanks, Chloe. Thanks, Love Chloe. You. No, thank you. Do any, does any of the other TJ Posse want to get... This is your chance. Well, we're also here for another month, but... <laughs> I'm from Geelong. So <laughs> yes, we've got Holy another Geelong boy shit. at the front oh, here. Wow. G Town represent. Um, That's in Victoria for those playing at home. I'm here for a work conference, but I just thought I'd come because I love yeah. the girls. Oh, and wow. That's, that's the best. best. And the Batchy. I mean, you're just so relatable to every girl. Like, as um, Chloe said, you don't always have to agree, but all your like a lot of your stories we... Um, you know, can relate to. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, and like I've been single for a long time and you give us hope, Stacey. You found your man. Oh. Yeah, so that's awesome. Single, so someone actually said single Pringle. It's a lot of yes. pressure. Because I don't, there's not, let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, well, I don't know, I have no words. I think this is just. Um, you know who we are right now. Honey what? Badger after the Brooks sketch. Oh, because we're all loved up with yeah, you guys. Yeah, we are. Um, we, uh, yeah, we're just wrapped to be here. The Batchy has been such a great opportunity for us to have this nice catch-up. So we will be here for the rest of the, the season. And the, we're going to have some pretty big things planned for the final show as well. So if you are listening at we're home... We're keeping that on the download too. Right. Like and haven't, yeah. yeah, and haven't quite got here before. We'll be here on Thursday nights. But a big round of applause Thanks, for our 100th episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support. If you do like the show, please leave a review or a rating. We find out that you actually do need to subscribe to help us out. So please do that. Thank you so much to everyone's coming. And a massive, massive, massive heartfelt thank you to Jordan, our podcast producer, and Abby, our team coordinator. We could not possibly do what we do without you. There's no way. Happy 100th episode, babe. Love you, Mercy. Love you, mate. Thanks, guys.
if you like that podcast, there's heaps more where it came from. Go to thethinkergirls.com.au and go through all of our oldie apps. There you This podcast is presented by Stacey June and Christy Mercer. It's also produced by me, Stacey June, and produced and edited by Jordan Lott. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.